This just in, everybody. I think I'm Patrick Holbear now. So welcome to the podcast. I'm Patrick Holbear. That's my wife over there. And my name is still Ross Aaron Martineau. Yeah, so it kind of Frenches it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know. Well, I, d- I don't want to take your last name, but we still got to figure out this whole, you know. Offspring. Offspring situation. Last name, offspring. This is Pepper Jane Holbear Martino. <laughs> How about just Martino? Although our guest... Even though we've been trying to knock me up, our witchy guest that we had in the studio doesn't think I'm pregnant oh, yet. Oh, really? Yeah. She sensed it? She's like, usually I sense these things. I don't sense that you're pregnant. But who knows? That's the the reason this conversation even happened, you guys, because we just interviewed a fucking psychic in here. A fucking psychic. And man, that was so fun and fascinating. It was. She's I'm a really so cool chick. fascinated by our guest, Cassandra Cushman, and you will be too. Um, She's an actress, an actor. She's an artist. A witch, an artist, a psychic. An intuitive. She's just like a fucking cool chick that your girl Ross really connects to. Born in California, raised in Oregon. Came to New York via Chicago. Yeah, just an awesome person. I met her more recently than you did, but we met her separately. Yeah. Which is very interesting. And then she became a fan of the podcast. And I was like, you're fucking cool and interesting and a fan of our podcast. Why don't you come on? Yeah. How did you meet Cassandra? At the ladies club, the wing. Did you say club or cult? I said club, but yeah, cult. Uh, So you two met in the halls of the wing. She was working there and uh, I just found myself drawn to her. She started talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and I was like, hello. That's really interesting because she's in the or- our orbit. I guess the wing is because well, she knows the, Britta. She the knows wing. Vincent and Mariana. But she knows Britta through the wing through and the that's wing. how she started working the with wing. her. The yeah. wing. It's a cult. The wing did connect us. No, it's us. a sorority. It's your first no, sorority. It's a, they claim to be a coven. That's that's their, their whatever. Mm. But they let men in now, so who knows what they're called. The coven's busted. <laughs> um, but I met Cassandra because I filmed... Uh, Studio Britta has a online workshop for a facial technique called Gawasha. And if you'd like to sign up, visit studiobritta.com. And I did some of the footage. I didn't shoot the whole thing. I didn't edit it. I just I just did some camera work and a little bit of light lighting. And I worked with some actors, namely Cassandra Cushman. I'm a very fancy director. Yeah, I'm getting it. And you just had a great collaborative day with a yeah. couple witchy feminist ladies in this uh, skincare studio. Yeah, and it was like this beautiful sunny July day, and there were so many good vibes everywhere. Because as Cuts. Cassandra said to you off mic, which I think is hilarious, that. Britta is basically a fairy come to life. She is. That's true. And Cassandra's just got these great vibes. And now that I know all these things we just learned about her in our interview, I'm like, that all makes so much sense. Like, because to be an actor, you have to be in touch with other people's emotions and be aware of what's going on and all the vibe stuff, you know, and I love vibe stuff, you guys. (laughs) I just love it. Also as a performer. Yes. As an artist, performer, (laughs) orator. (laughs) I care about this stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was just a really fun interview. Um, if you're not into any of that woo-woo stuff, check it out anyway, because I have some grade A dad jokes throughout. And it's not all about the woo-woo. It's, you know, just about life and pursuing dreams and career shit and 
how we interact as human beings, you know? Yeah. So just like suspend your disbelief and dive in. You know what I mean? Enjoy, you guys. This is Cassandra Cushman. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like who gives? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so like who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> All right, it's just three of us gals sitting here drinking beverages on another yes. episode of Who Cares? Welcome, Cassandra. How are you? Is it Cassandra? Cassandra. 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 But right. I don't correct people. I just think Cassandra is so... I know. So everyone's sexual. No, I just mean like it has gravitas. It and does. Cassandra doesn't. It's just very... No, it's like very American. Version. No, that's fine. Like, well... My mom, that's what my mom says. So I assume that's what I'm what the pronunciation Cassandra. is. Sure. No, I, they I like, decide. I like yeah. Cassandra. I like Sandra as well. I grew up with a Sandra <laughs> and school no. teachers would sometimes call her Sandra. And that was always like, wow, that's fancy. Or <laughs> I get sometimes brought to the stage as Patrick Holbert. Oh yeah. Like Colbert, of course. Yeah, Cause yeah. they're, which I prefer, honestly. I, and I'm now I'm like, <laughs> I might, I might just start doing it as a stage name because that's what Stephen Colbert did. Yeah, he, he was not always his Colbert. real, his real pronunciation, right? Yeah. Is it the real pronunciation is Colbert? Yeah. Yeah. So just like Colbert. I mean, maybe I'll just become Cassandra Colbert. <laughs> Cassandra Colbert. All right, just call me oh, Cassandra. I think Gorgeous. that's pretty good. Stunning. I just don't. Cor- yeah, I don't correct him. Like it's fine. Well, you do. You are wearing the jewelry of a Cassandra. <laughs> like. These rings are incredible. I've never seen gemstones like this. What are, yeah. Tell us about this. And, tell us um, your crystals, and paint, please. Paint a picture with words because this is a podcast. Well, okay, right. They can't see the visual. They're both purple. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we are with that. Let's start with color. Thank color, you. Color, texture. Um, Very chunky. Well, one of them Size I got, and color are important. These, yeah. are, these things you could One's knock like a, a person's a geode. Yeah, oh. it's like it actually does feel very safe walking around with it. May I, I touch could, this one? Yeah, of course. You love it's a geode. Textured. Yeah, this, it's a geode. It's just like could, cut. You could sand a notch into a piece of wood with this one. Yeah, and then this one, I, I don't remember where I got this one. I think in Oregon where I'm from. And then this one is from Greece. Wow. So this is some kind of stone that and I this got. this is very Gorgeous. smooth. So if yeah. you're having a stressful commute, you could just rub this smooth one. They're and both if it's very, really stressful. Yeah, they're both, I like a texture to sort of like... Yeah. Play with. And they I'm match your witchy tie-dyed top perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Just on brand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Which I've like fully leaned into. Yeah. No, I always wore these and they've sort of become uh, trendy, you know, because people are, people, I, my favorite thing is when people are like, I don't believe in crystals. I don't believe. And I'm like, your, your ring is, you know, like your, your You're wedding ring is, a, is a crystal. Your necklace has a, like all stones are crystals. It's the right. same. Right. So yeah, they're yeah, yeah. like. Oh, you're, you know, you're, I actually can't tell what this is. It's beautiful. Oh, it's only black diamond. It's a, a black, black diamond. diamond. Yeah. Thank this you is, so is a crystal. Much. Your engagement ring or yes. wedding ring? Yes. This was the engagement and then the, the wedding oh, band. that's really fucking cool. Clicks in. Yep. Yeah. Still in make, debt from it. Did somebody? Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the best, that's literally the best thing I've ever purchased in my entire life. It's really? beautiful. The engagement ring, yeah. It just unlocked this whole life for me. Wow. Oh. Listen to this. Yeah, it was it was the best. You are the best piece of property I bought oh, in exchange God. for okay. that ring. Oh, okay. We took a left turn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was headed so great. Did and somebody then, customize? Did they make it? Did you like design oh, it? Oh, it is a, a story. story. For, an, for another time. It's done. It's an amazing piece of jewelry done by a real piece of shit 
hipster man like triumph motorcycle riding garbage oh, man, person let's not bring triumph into this that is a wonderful <laughs> beautiful i'm bike. just trying to paint the picture of like what sort of dude like made this ring i mean he looks exactly like me he has no, like he a, does, isn't he, he was, a red bearded dude no he he was like covered <laughs> in tattoos like making man jewelry with his like dog in his like cool studio with like a motorcycle like hot yeah. but like should not have been in the fucking like engagement ring Circus, but you then know? Like, the wedding ring was custom made to snuggle around yes, the engagement by a, ring by another oh, witchy friend on. who's She's lovely. So great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so everyone's king. always like, "Oh my god, where'd you get that ring?" And I was like, "Well, I don't want to tell you because I don't want to give this man business." Yeah. But, but it is a beautiful ring. Jessica really beautiful. DiCarlo is yes. an amazing jeweler. Yes, she is. Uh, look her up on the internet. Go to go to jessicadicarlo.com. Uh, but back to you <laughs> in the studio. Uh, wait, Oregon, you said? Yes, huh? take us back. Where wow. did it all begin? <laughs> Yeah, Oregon. I was, well, I was born in California, Northern California, but we only lived there for probably less than a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. My dad is a college football coach. Wow. Whoa. Which school? All over. Now he's at Occidental, which is in LA. Yeah. He coaches mostly D3 schools. Um, That's cool. It's a whole thing. It's, wow. Uh, I did are not you, see your dad as being I know. <laughs> how many I know. How many daughters did he have? Just me. And how many, any sons? No, but he's been married a few times. So he has some... Like yeah, I have like a stepbrother who's now, <laughs> I mean, I think they still have a relationship, but they're not the parent, you know, they're not married. Like, did but you're you, the only biological I'm the only child. Kid, yeah. Okay. Like, did you have like bear the brunt of any like play sports, like throw harder? I definitely play. Well, I definitely think he always wanted a son. Truly. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't yeah. think that's even so like he got a this sad witch. thing. He got like this like artsy actor. <laughs> witch. Who believes in astrology, right? Oh, astrology. Like I'm like truly the antithesis of a, of like a very macho sports person. Yeah. But I, wonder I did if that's play a lot of sports. A reaction to that. Oh, it's absolutely a reaction. Yeah. To Nature it. nurture, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've like never dated any like athletic men, like mm. men who are like like whatever. They go to the gym, sure, but not like this sure. is what I do. This yeah. is my thing. I think because of my relationship with him, which is complicated, my father. But no, <laughs> no. Can you tell? I've never met a woman whose relationship is not complicated Wait, you with their father. 3,000 miles away from your dad and you have a complicated relationship? <laughs> Interesting. When I was 18, when I went to undergrad, yeah. I yeah. left Oregon when I was like 17. Wow. My mom's still in Oregon. My dad's in California and LA. And my mom's in Portland area. all the way here for acting school? I went, no. So that's such a journey. My, <laughs> we're such here a for journey. <laughs> My under- Take us on it. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, my undergrad was in Western Massachusetts, the women co- women's college, Mount Holyoke. Oh, Holio. sure. I have like seven sister. Yeah. Um, whoa, wait, my ring. Did you hear what my ring yeah, just did? Yeah, it really clunked it down. It was like <laughs> aggressive. You punctuated, you punctuated that part Mount about Holyoke. all women's school. You're like- also, people can get a sense of how intense this ring is and it could actually hurt someone. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Chicago. And then I, I did like a... I, I did act there and I was in theater and dance, but it was also liberal arts. So I was like doing everything. Yeah, I did not a, year, a conservatory. Not a conservatory. I wasn't like ready slash I wasn't really prepared. Conservatories for acting are very intense and you have to um, really like prepare yes. and like, like at 16 or 17 years old. And I was like not, yeah. I was like, good and like enjoyed it and knew it was what I was like what I was going to do from when I was a kid truly since I was born but I was like I don't have the sort of connections and the way to go to a conservatory so I went to a really good school that had um, a lot of arts and what's interesting about my school my undergrad is that there's five colleges in Mm -hmm. one area 
So um, it's like Northampton-ish, right? Yes, exactly. It's North. That's where Smith is, which is one one of the schools. Yeah, Yeah. and you can take classes at all of the schools. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I could take. Hampshire was one of them too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know your your well, I Western studied a, Mass. I studied abroad with a bunch of people that went to Hampshire and Smith. And Hampshire is like a real interesting place. God, I was so jealous that I yeah, didn't end I up in like a place you like love <laughs> Hampshire. Hampshire's like, like the hippie school. This is where somebody's dad would jump in to say, "Yeah, I studied abroad at an all-girls school." <laughs> I studied somebody's dad several would? broads. Oh, oh, wow. Um, we both like missed that. I know. I'm like, what is this bad joke I'm not I catching? I studied abroad. I studied abroad. All right, back to us. At a women's um, college. <laughs> anyway. You two enjoy your podcast. <laughs> Just sit there and listen, okay? I, I love it. <laughs> um. Oh, wait. Okay, so then I went to, I was like, okay, I'm not ready to move to New York, but I want to move to an artistic city. So I moved to Chicago. Okay. Oh, I love Chicago. Yeah. And I lived there for several years and I was an act, I started acting there. Well, I technically started professionally acting in Portland where I grew up, but I did more when I was uh, in Chicago and then I got into grad school for acting, which is MFA, which is also drama school. Yeah. Conservatory for sure. Um, kind of on a fluke like the way I got in was very like again to get into these programs I don't know if people realize who are not in this world yeah it's insanely cutthroat and competitive yeah a it costs money a lot of money because like obviously obviously you're applying but you also have to um get you usually get a coach or you know someone to help you prepare your material because you not only apply to the school but you audition and the audition is a big the big component. And, um, so MFA programs, for example, you know, and there's like the top handful that everybody's trying to get Mm -hmm. into. And it really is like sports actually weirdly. Like it's a lot of, my career is very, in a way, a lot of parallels to my dad, like Mm -hmm. being a coach. Yeah. You're like not in control of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There's like all these outside influences. It's very performative. You leave it all out there on the field. (laughs) You leave it all out there. Friday night lights, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's performative, you know? Yeah. And um, so so you have to basically decide, I'm going to apply to grad school and I'm going to commit. And it's like your whole fall and winter, you're thinking about that because you have to plan your auditions, you have to go, you have to do applications, you have to prepare. And then it's like, it's like um, draft day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, where they're like, okay, you're our first, you're in our first tier offer and they make offers to people. And then like some of those people will say, oh, I'm going somewhere else. And then they they will do go to their second round and mm-hmm. they're also cultivating like an ensemble depending on how big the program is. Right. My program had nine. So it's like three women, six men for three years, which is insane. Wow. Three women. I know. Six what school is this? University of Illinois. Okay. Um, which is a very good, it's a really good school, school and it's a really good MFA program. And, and what they was pay the first for it. school in Chicago? The undergrad. Or you were just oh, doing stuff no, there. No, I just was acting oh, okay. there. Yeah, I was just living and acting. Yeah, so Mount Holyoke for undergrad, and then I went to gotcha. University of Illinois. Okay. So, like, very private, liberal, and then, like, huge public school. But still sort of, I was in the, like, Well, the and you were with world. nine people, like, yeah. basically, Eight right? Other, yes. Yeah. yeah, the the disparity with the men and women is kind of weird. They're... Like they it's on draft now. day, they set out and they say this year's ensemble is going to be six and three or that's they just how always, it shook out. That's always how it's, how it had been. And then I think Whoa. this, re- and it's every three years they do auditions for the MFAs. The BFAs come in every year and it's like, yeah, however, how, you know, they still audition, but it's like, you know, class of 20, maybe there's X amount of women, X amount of men, but the MFAs is always set and they, um, 
they used they always did six and three because they're it's a classical program is mm-hmm. their sort of emphasis so we do a lot of Shakespeare we did a lot of Shakespeare a lot of like classic texts and their whole thing is that classical theater and arts in general is very there's more roles for men I know it's really fucked up it's now like, in hindsight their, I'm like that's their excuse I like, know that is so fucked up but now they have made leaps and bounds thank god Good. so now it's I think they are think they're doing five and five I know in their current class they have someone who's like hearing impaired who has like a you know a translator there the whole time there's at least five women five you know it, yeah. like they're doing better post which thank god but it's also i mean whatever not to shit on your no, school it's, it's just no, like a testament totally to like everything up. in general right it's yeah like, well like, and it breeds the idea in your head that there's less opportunities for women and you have to work harder and you have to compete against other women like right. they were breeding that right. in us which yeah, yeah, i yeah. like knew but i also wasn't really um as cognizant so i did that i worked in the summer um at like Shakespeare festivals mm-hmm. and there's a big one in Oregon right yeah Oregon Shakespeare Festival yeah. I didn't I haven't worked there but that is like the one I grew up going to yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing they're actually very um ahead of the curve and they're very they're doing a lot of um inclusive productions and like very cool shit it's like in the middle of Oregon casted men as women so like we could just do the same everybody flip it reverse well, it. all of those classical plays it's like you don't need there's a few there's like a few in like Shakespeare there's a few in the classical canon that you know this person needs to be this like Othello like you need Othello to be even if he's not black to be like different than the rest of of color the cast because of the plot and the yeah but um but yeah I worked at these Shakespeare festivals and then I when I finished I moved to New York so it's been four years since I've lived here. Wow. Yeah. wow. Still kind of a little bit of a New York newbie. I'm absolutely a noob. What wow. neighborhood do you live in? I live in Astoria. Oh, I love Astoria. He loves Astoria. I love it too. I lived on 27th Drive. Wow, what was I it? I know the streets are so confusing up there. Maybe 28th Street. It was this little dead end off the Astoria Boulevard stop. And um, it's still a special place. This is creepy. <laughs> About once every three years, if I'm driving in the area, I'll just drive up that dead end to look at the building I, I used to live in. I think that's creepy. No. We just did that like when my friend Heather was in town. Like we like passed by the first apartment I ever lived in because yeah. my friend who I moved there with was in town with her daughter. Trip. I don't think that that's creepy. Uh-huh. You weren't like sitting outside well, for extended a, periods of time and looking in the window. I had a Zoom lens uh, and I might have left a wireless microphone to just record the activities inside. Because yeah, so, it's your past. I mean, who it's cares? The government that. is doing that already. So Very true. They so us. are. I know. Anyway. Uh, so yes, you're such, you, you're, you're a real deal actor then. Like as you're talking about all this, I'm like, I wonder if she can help me decide whether or not I got fired from an acting job I do. Uh, Cause they probably yeah they never they never just fire you right they just say we'll be in touch. Well, then, like you will be in touch usually means either they actually will be in touch, and if they aren't in touch, it's like you didn't get it. Yeah, you're like whatever. But were you already working there, yeah, and then they were. Yeah. What I, job? Uh, I don't do you know have if a contract I can with say, them? I don't know if I can say because I signed an NDA, but basically I do. <laughs> These NDAs are everywhere. Like, what is the description of the job? I do product reviews uh, right. for a guy, a producer in another state. Oh, you state. think they fired you? And uh, at the end of the last shoot, well, before the last shoot, I've done several of these shoots. He said the client wants it done a little bit with a little bit more um, like improvisation and a little bit more loose. 
Uh, but the scripts are really bad. They're very redundant. And like every time I'm reading it, I read yeah. off a teleprompter, basically. It's not acting, actually. It's it's um, spokesperson bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I mean, I don't know. That's a like skill. a form of it's a it's huge a form skill. Of acting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I am talking as if I know a lot about this product, but I don't. It, right? And that you give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and you care and you use it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So and, and when they hired me, they were like, uh, the scripts are not great. Uh, you're a comedian. Why don't you make them funnier? And I was like, I'll do that. But just I, your favorite I, thing to hear. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, I need to I, I would also need to charge for a day of writing because they're like pretty extensive. Yeah. And they're like, ah, we can't do that. So why don't you just be funny on set? And it's like, it's like so dumb. I can do that. But it's like pages and pages of script and it's redundant. And I just I, I'm like there. I'm like, this is terrible. And, this but guy, just, and the person who's shooting it is like not giving you takes either. He's yeah. like, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one one read through. He's like, I think we're good. Uh, It's basically setting you up for failure, but go on. (laughs) So so I've done six or seven of these now. And before the last one, he was like three days before. I I actually did request the scripts this time because I was hoping I could I could actually do a a pass on them at least, you know, to even just vary the words and make it sound more natural. Um, But then I didn't get to it because we were like super busy. It was the. The weekend that shall not be relived involving the the dog crate. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Truly infamous now. And, and it was just like a long night. And at Monday morning, I had to go oh, that's do right. this. Oh, God. And uh, <clears throat> I, I told him the truth. I was like, I didn't get to the scripts, but you, you guys help me be more loose because mm-hmm. it's two guys in the room. Uh which but they didn't not, do. But they're not good at. They're in a rush. And and by the end of it, it was just like, it was very obvious to all three of us in the room that we just got the same quality that we always get. And uh, and he's like, I was like, all right, so should we look at our calendars to book the next Which one? Which you usually do. Yeah. Because I like the money, you know? I was like, let's, yeah. let's see what day we all have. Because I like the money. <laughs> I like it. That's the, name of, that's the name of my second book. I like the money. <laughs> Uh, first book is I'm fucking broke, uh, <laughs> and he was like, uh, "I'll I'll get back to you." Um, and I'm just like, hmm. "Oh, he's over me," you know. Maybe you just felt it was time to part ways. That it, happens if you've done like seven or eight. You know, like it's like you're doing a commercial. There, you know, there's very few. It's like Flo, the insurance woman, is the one woman who's like. Yeah, oh <laughs> rode my God. the wave for like 15 and years. And she's just now kind of being phased They're out. They're phasing her out. Yeah. yeah, most of the, you can see these sort of go in these. Um, They're cycles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just. And I'll, also. I don't I'll, think it, it doesn't sound bad. It just As your like, wife, I'll pop, pipe in. I think it's a blessing yeah. <laughs> that it's being removed from you. Well, this, <laughs> I think the original thing, the original deal where I had like, I guess, dollar signs in my eyes was they were like, you, we have to have you shoot 50 of these. Oh, uh, right. So you're thinking like, in your head X amount of money. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, well, if I do that like twice a month, it's yeah. just like a little bit of, I just think of like re- different revenue streams, you know? Sure, yeah. of course. Because uh, as we know, yeah, you it, like the money. I and, like and free- the money. It's like a freelance lifestyle yeah. being an artist being you know any yeah. kind of so but and then during this shoot he was like yeah you know we, we only, we've done he was like we've done 16 now and i think we only have a few more and i was like oh i thought it was 50 he's like did i tell you that and I was like, <laughs> oh my god but you didn't have it in like a contract right I it was just like a verbal i signed some things i don't know one of them was an and, that's, go this back another and one of his it. issues yeah is go back and review the clarity around his job definitely go back yeah. and review what you signed and then if you if there was some sort of number you can go back but 
You know, you, it happens. It's the biz. Do, it's the biz. As a, a grad of the Illinois University, <laughs> like University MFA, of Illinois. Oh, sorry. Because Illinois State is different. Right. Sorry. Have you heard of Illinois <laughs> Illinois Tech? I performed there recently. Where is it? Tell me where it is and I may uh, know. Right by the White Sox Stadium. Like, oh, so in the city. Yeah. Um, oh, no, where's the University of Illinois? In Urbana-Champaign, oh. which is the weirdest name for a town. It's Urbana about an hour. Champ- that is like a good drag name. Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, welcome to the stage, Urbana-Champaign. Urbana it's like an hour and a half south of Chicago. Or they're two oh, different wow. towns. Urbana and Champaign are both two towns. So that, you like, were probably very much like isolated on campus, huh? That's their whole thing is that they are like, you're here to train. Got it. And you're not distracted. You're not in a city where you're going to be tempted to like go and audition. Mm. They bring auditions to you for like summer work. Gotcha. And most of my class would book and like we, so they would bring in like festivals and different gigs. And then the third year you start, which is three year program, you start to um, work with casting people, mostly from Chicago. But we also did a showcase here in New York, which is why I came here because I got oh. an agent from that, from the showcase here. But um, congratulations. And would, <laughs> thanks. Which I'm not with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other of story. Course. It's just a relationship like anything else. But um, yeah, you're isolated and you're, you're, you're with eight other people plus your professors, which I think I had five core professors. You are with the BFAs who are, I was still closer to their age when I was there, but there's, there were people in my class who were, it was a range. Like the youngest person in my class was 23, just out of undergrad. And mm-hmm. then the oldest was 38. Mm. Oh, wow. So yeah, which is like kind of non-traditional. Usually yeah. people are in their like late 20s, yeah. early to late 20s. Um, but the BFAs and you're in shows with them. And sometimes you're their teacher, which is weird. Like oh. you're their TA. You don't teach them directly, but you assist the professors. Or I had to teach undergrads who are not acting. Is everybody students, banging each Non-majors. Other? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually like remained unscathed. I like had relationships with like alumni, mm. but I didn't. Yeah. That's the way to do it. You want to get up, yeah. go upward. <laughs> well, it was literally, it's just the biggest drama of your, well, yeah, it's like any arts program. It's like everybody's fucking. And, yeah. and then you're like in rehearsal performing some yeah. scene that's, you know, you're like, Parker, I'm your TA this week, and you did a great job last night, but today on stage. I know, and it's like unethical. It's totally unethical yeah. with like, but I also had, I was, um, they also make you, because te- as a grad student, you get a stipend for teaching. Uh, it's like how they pay you, you right? And so I taught non-majors, like like engineering students who wanted an acting class Okay. at like 8 a.m. They needed that Three arts times credit. They needed that arts credit. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Though. I did-, did go on a date with one of those students who was a grad student auditing mm. at oh. the end of the semester. What were they studying? He was a, lo- a law student. Oh, that's hot. Mm. Yeah. Wait, that's, that's very performative, right? Yeah. So, oh, totally. Yeah, he was yeah. just like, I'm doing this class for fun. But most of, and he was a little older, but most of them, a lot of them were like, yeah, 18. Was he a good orator? <laughs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> You're really on the pun <laughs> game. Um, well, I'm so intrigued by this world too, because so my mom's a theater teacher, which I think I've told you. You might have told not. me. Oh my God, that. Yeah, I forgot if you did tell yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, which makes For a lot of sense, old? I'm sure. Uh, seventh through twelfth grade. Oh my god, doing God's work. Doing God's work. <laughs> She's been doing it at the same school for close to forty years. 
Does she direct this, the place Girl, too? yes. <laughs> like it's, she's busy year round. Oh my God, incredible. She's so over it. She's like, please God, right. let me retire. She, this is the beginning of her second to last year, but she has officially oh been working there like the second longest. So it was like, a, it's a private prep school. My brother and I both went there. Um, our huge fan base already knows all of this, mm-hmm. but um, she started working there when she was 23. Oh and my God. now she's 63. And so Holy that's 40 years. Think of yeah. all the, like how many knees she's taught through there. <laughs> yeah. She has two replaced <laughs> knees now. Um, really, but I just went to go visit. I like popped in and surprised her. I was at my parents' house and she, she knew I was coming, but I like brought Peggy over to the school and she was like working on blocking with like a few oh. students, you know, and, um, she's also very into puppets. So that's become like a new passion of hers. And she like incorporates that into like, which actually it's really smart of her. Cause she does like, um, for scene for scenery, she has this like shadow puppetry, like machine. So now she doesn't have to build oh, enormous wow. sets, which is amazing. And like, she can just have these like incredible, like shadow puppet scenes like behind the students as like the scenery that's that's cool it's pretty cool they had made those it's pretty cool um she's like changing so many kids lives she is and she's very much that teacher like people come back like time and time again she's like touched many many lives the arts teachers the drama teachers are yeah she's she's great i actually just had my 20th high school reunion last weekend and uh i asked my friend ryan whose farm we stayed on if mr beekman my high school art teacher still lived up in that oh, mountain. right yeah yeah because yeah. he was this dutch man he lived from, on like, a mountain well he lived in a house on the mountain uh, <laughs> I was like, oh. near where we're from. uh and i remember his thing. house was featured in our newspaper because it's so interesting i've never been there but it was like all these photographs of like how interestingly appointed it was mm-hmm. with furniture and like colors he was the and, drama teacher or like no, an arts art, teacher ju- just Studio arts, arts. Yeah. yeah and uh I would love to hang with that guy because like we had a connection and he yeah. was so interesting. He had this Dutch accent and he was just like, how, how does do these people end up in a town yeah. like this? It's you know? so weird. It's like and then I don't know if any of them. I mean, I don't really use Facebook, but I have it still. But I had my drama teacher followed me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to listen to this. Hi, Carlin Love. She's like <laughs> iconic. I bet if you post about I, it, she, she will. will. <laughs> she's iconic. And like she just retired. Yeah, these people. I mean, these teachers. They're the, and you know, also high school theater is like the best when you're yeah. in it. You like, I don't know if you did it cause your mom. I did it every single year, Yeah, which is, and what, it's the best. Do you think it's like well, the coolest for me, thing? It wasn't yeah, cause your mom was, the it was my mother who was dealing with it. But, uh, but like I did think that maybe I was supposed to be an actor yeah. and you know, I wasn't particularly a standout in any academic <laughs> setting, you know, like I got by and I was like a B student, but like I was definitely like big fish, small pond at like my tiny private school. And, but I danced all through high school. I also danced, you know, you got a dance. dance team. I was on <laughs> dance team. See, our school wasn't big enough for that. I went to like some she she ballet school oh, outside you, like, of were like doing private training I, I was doing like you know true blue ballet yeah, which we were doing totally like, fucked my head up yeah. but then we also had like a small dance program at our high school where i was like the star oh my god did so, you dance in like the musicals too i danced in the musicals we also had like a thing called comp choreo which was a student like choreographed thing where it's like everyone yeah. could choreograph their own dances and mm. that was like truly my time to shine i was doing like <laughs> weird modern dance to like bjork songs oh, like yeah, 
yeah, you know, yeah. really trying to teach the up and coming legendary children. I feel and like I've, have I only seen photos of that or I'm have sure I seen video. video? We have VHS, but yeah. I don't think you've ever seen it. We need to get those VHS because I can digitize. That's that. what I want my mom to do too. There's so much material yeah. and it needs to be digitized. But I was in I was in the musical, so I would like play. Yeah, like, what I were would, your parts? Tell me. I your would roles. play field hockey in the fall. <laughs> Then like go back to hardcore dancing and then I would do the spring musical. So that, that was literally all around gal seventh through 12th grade. That's what I did. And except for freshman year when I auditioned for the fall play. So it's always a fall play spring musical. Same. Same. It's the, it's the prototype. Yes. And in ninth grade, I decided, you know what? I want to audition for the regular fall play, which was Blythe Spirit. I'm sure you're familiar. <laughs> They're doing like Noel Coward in yes. high school. It's like, and I got the lead. And my and I was my mom was like so proud of because she was not doing any sort of nepotism. Like if anything, she was like coming down harder. Yeah, she's and, like, you actually weren't good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, chorus again, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like a nun in Sound of Music. Mm. I was an orphan in Annie. You know, like I was doing the groups yeah. you know um but I love doing a fake British accent obs and I was better than like any other person so I was like lead role and you had that moment where you're like is this what I do for my life yeah totally and I yeah. always knew I was like a performer but I didn't really know like in what way in what way does it make the most sense for me and uh so I thought I was going to do maybe the conservatory thing yeah. and I like put together like the saddest VHS tapes <laughs> to submit to yeah, this is like Those like, are the ones we need those actually. Because it's like the best of me. And it's you probably pitching yourself in some I way. I think the intro. Yeah, you had yeah. to. And it's so, it's so different than now. I even think like you had to like somehow get a... Uh, camcorder yeah and you had like it was now not, it's your phone yeah it's your phone yeah. it's so, like, so much easier audition. yeah oh my god i can't even i can't like a even. sizzle of like my best ofs like here's a few <laughs> dances really I'm it. like here's some things i've yeah. done oh my god like, i know <laughs> i know well and it was the same because i was on the west coast so all the schools i was looking at were pretty much out here right and i was like well i either have to fly there or do like a shitty tape yeah so i didn't Applied. But I, my moment of realizing like you did with Mount Holyoke where I was like, oh no, 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 I'm not doing conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> like, I went to the Tish open house oh. and I was like, oh no, 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 I'm not, <laughs> I'm not these people. Like, and I think I also like in retrospect, I don't think I was meant to be an actor, uh, but also like. I just didn't have that sort of blind confidence or that or yeah. narcissism or whatever. Like I just was so insecure, yeah. like to, to show up in that way and put myself out there was just like not available to me at that age. Like, I know, but these, some of these kids, I yeah. remember, yeah, it's, it's bananas to me. Wait. So what was your moment when you knew it was your calling? Like little, literally little since girl? I was a child. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. And when people ask me about like, being a witch or being psychic or any of that stuff. They're both from as long as I can remember. My mom just told me this recently that um, pet peeve of actors. I don't know if you've gotten this when you've done gigs is like, how did you memorize all those lines? Like it's like the classic, <laughs> like after a show. And I'm like, you would not ask a doctor how they mm. use a, teth a, te a stethoscope or right. any of these, you know. These, or how'd you perform that surgery? Yeah, my God. Like, how do you take blood pressure? Oh my <laughs> God. You know, it's like, it's your fucking job. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, yeah. um, but I didn't really, I've always had like this insane memory and it is a psychic thing. I've learned from mm. other friends is like people who are psychic, by the way, I think everyone's intuitive. We can get into this too. Yes, mm -hmm. please. But um, 
you know, memory of like really specific details. But my mom told me when I was before I could read, so I must've been about two, two or three years old. I was a very early reader, but before I could read, they would read books to me and I had memorized the entire, all of the words, this exact story. And I knew by seeing the pictures that we were on this part of the story. So when like my dad would skip a word or like skip ahead because he was, you know, bored doing that thing. He's got, he's got game tape to watch. <laughs> he did have game tape. Oh, he sure did. Um, Sunday, Sundays. Um, Sundays is when you watch the, the game tape in, in college football, FYI, because mm-hmm. they're on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So the whole week is taken up. But um, I would stop. <laughs> I would literally be like, that's not right. Like my mom said I would like stop them and be like, you missed, and I'd say the word. So like, for, she's wow. like, you're fine. Like my brain is just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's designed. wired for this gift. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. also just knew, like I just knew that's like people would ask, you know, people ask kids. And they're like, I'm going to be a bubble maker. Like they have no fucking mm-hmm. idea what. Or yeah, they'll yeah, like yeah. change it every but day. But that was and always, always your answer. Like, for a while I was like, I'm going to be this and a, um, an astronaut and a zoologist because mm-hmm. I was like very into those things too. You're like, pra- I'm going practical. But I like, I've got my back. back. Like, yeah. like combined. But then I was like, fuck, that's math. No, like yeah. a lot of math. And also like, I don't know about being a zoologist. Zoos are controversial. Yes, problematic. Um, but Best. I was like, I can just play them. I can just play. If I'm an actor, yes. I can just play an astronaut or I can play a zoologist. Yes. That's Wait, great. Waiting for that zoologist well, movie to we, that big we, combine me. When we bought Scar a, Joe took it from you, God damn it. She did. And we then, bought a zoo part two will come out. Yes. I know. <laughs> With Matt Damon. And then they're making, I, for a long time, I was like, I'm going to be in like a Challenger movie and they're making uh, it yeah, with somebody yeah. else. I can't Sally Ride? He, was no, she on that one? Christine, the teacher. Um, yeah, yeah. Christine Sally, Sally Ride was later, I think. Okay. Which one wore the diapers uh, to go <laughs> hurt someone? Do you want to hear something horrible <laughs> about the Challenger? Not really. Okay. Let's keep going. It's not it's not it's not gruesome. It's just sad. Uh you I have to say, like you're gonna, <laughs> typical man. It. Typical so, man. So the government Jesus. and NASA the announcement was that they, they they died instantly, but it's likely that they they it was like several minutes that they knew they were like before falling, anything falling, terrible happens, falling to the no, no, like it, it they they died it exploded, for seven minutes. It exploded and then like they're f- hurtling toward the earth. But a, when it exploded, and they could feel that because they weren't dead. Yeah, they weren't dead, so they knew they were gonna die. Great, rough. Thanks for contributing. Anyway, um, so that was your dream since you were a kid. Yeah. Let's talk about the psychic stuff because yeah. uh, are you psychic or are you just intensely perceptive? And because, are they the same? Because here's here's my question. I, you came, you're playing with Peggy. I uh, was going to get you a glass of water. And uh, I started to say, do you want... It? But there was a lot of action. You and Ross are chatting. You and Peggy are having moments. <laughs> um, and I just kept getting the water. I was getting a glass. And then you said, yes, I'll take a glass of water. Oh. And I never, I never asked the question. So I'm curious, did you just notice that, that I was just doing the common ceremony of offering um, somebody a glass of water or were you reading my fucking mind <laughs> Cassandra no I think in that instance I'm also incredibly perceptive and observant which is a skill for both mm-hmm. acting and acting and being like in the kind of like healing witch realm which I would say they're kind of together now mm-hmm. because if you if you if you do any service where you charge somebody something like if I do a reading, you know, um, it's like a healing to me a healing model. Right, mm-hmm. the way I practice it, other people do different shit. But um, so you want to like know how I knew or what or or the question is like, so I think everyone's intuitive. Mm-hmm. I think every single 
living being is intuitive. Mm -hmm. Peggy's intuitive for sure. Mm -hmm. Animals are so intuitive. They're like, that's why an animal will come comfort you before you even started like crying or whatever's happening. Peggy doesn't. (laughs) Okay. Well, she's kind of out for herself. It seems like she's just dealing with some stuff. I definitely was crying like intensely one night by myself. You weren't here. Are you okay? I'm good. What was it? I'll tell you later. Days later. Um, This was like a, I don't know, maybe like a month ago or something. And I was just like, like post therapy, feeling my feelings by myself in the house, crying, whatever. Could not have cared less. Like on the couch, playing with her toy, did not give a fuck. Okay. (laughs) I was like, this fucking bitch. Like, Peggy, come on, like nudge me or something. Shit. She was just. So anyway, maybe not my dog, but. She still has her little like ego, which wants to do what she wants to do. And we've only had her for four months. So, you know. Wow. It feels like it's been longer. But when she sinks sinks into a cuddle though, and she's like, is like cuddling us and it's just. Like a mush. When she sinks into a cuddle. That is, that's like her being sweet. Yeah, no, of course she is very sweet, but I was sort of alarmed that like me weeping on the floor, she didn't do anything. Well, dogs, dogs have, uh, Coping mechanisms also, they have so much shit going on too. Like they're living, so they're, but. but She's like, I can't deal with this. She lives in a cage. (laughs) She's got her own trauma. She's literally in a box right (laughs) now. Um, anyway, go on. So, but I do think everyone's intuitive, but, but some people have stronger gifts than others. Sure. Um, and everything's a spectrum, right? Everything is a spectrum. And it also is something where you have to, uh, like a muscle work on it and build it. So like I've always been, I knew I was always intuitive and I also knew something was up as a kid. Like I would, I've always talked to things. Like I've just like talked out loud. Okay. Um, like what do you mean talk to things? Objects like, and anything just, and everything? Like just, at the time maybe you didn't realize, but now you might call them spirit guides or something. Some, yeah. Or I was feeling energy of like where I was like, like as a kid and it, I was sort of like, oh, you're an only child. You like talked to yourself. Mm. Yeah, sure. That could have been part of it. But like I would like have fucking full on conversations with people. Mm. So I didn't know what that was. I sort of just thought, oh, you're talking to yourself. That's funny. Well, you, were you receiving something? I think so because the way, so also it's just, it's so complicated because every single person is different, but everybody always talks about like their gut feeling. So that's, that's part of intuition. Mm-hmm. But then there's, um, and everyone has that. So, you know, you're like, oh, I just have this feeling. I shouldn't go into that room or something's going to happen or I have this feeling about this person. That's your intuition. But like the psychic stuff, which I started saying that in the last year, I used to just say I'm intuitive. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, I actually am psychic. Like I get like hits of things. Cool. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more clearly than others. Sometimes I don't know they're happening. Like if I'm doing a reading for you, I'm actively using that muscle and it's sort of like, a, a green light to, to get information. Like it's just sure. sort of channeling in my sort of, um, way I get information is called clairsentient. Okay. So you can look up, there's different people have like written about this different, what we, we all know clairvoyant. So that's like, you see things clairsentient is you hear things. Mm-hmm. So mm. I like hear things. And then I'm also claircognizant, which means I just know things like things just are, I just know. Okay. There's also Claire, um, Claire, what am I missing? No, I'm sorry. I'm clairaudient, which means I hear clairsentient is from feeling. Right. Mm. Okay. You feel it. You literally feel it. Um, there's all sorts of people have written a ton, but I used to just, the, the challenge is when I'm not doing like a reading, sometimes I don't know that it's information 
until later. Mm. A perfect example of this is I have a friend who, um, she had a fire in her building and I, so also my guides really only give me information. I feel like when, um, it's like really important mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's about someone else, if I'm not reading for you, cause it's like free will, like other people's information. I don't, I don't want to know right. the person across from me on the train. I don't yeah. want to know all their shit. You're setting up spiritual I've, blocks. Totally. Boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. boundaries. Totally. Um, because you have to, if you're really sensitive, cause like New York is just a nightmare for, well, that, that's a quick question I have is like the way you have uh, ultra high sensitivity to receiving information. Do some people project off more information than mm. others? Yeah. Um, some people are like, good question. Some people are and like, is it always women? No, <laughs> definitely not. I doubt it. It's definitely everyone. Um, it's people. Some people just leak out and like leak mm-hmm. out, um, Body fluids. But literally, it's like what they've feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, you've probably also heard there a lot of people use the term like energy vampires. Have you heard that? Yes, term? my of therapist uses it all the we time. We love that yeah. phrase. Uh, so, save, save my life. Yeah. So that's the thing too is like people will, you know, uh, suck you. Like like it's just like it's not. I mean, even even um, cognizant for some people, it's just how they how they move through the world. So you've ha- I have I've had to put up um, some boundaries, but. Oh, the fire. Okay. So, so this, like, sometimes it surprises me even because when I'm doing a reading for you, I just know I'm look. usually I look at the birth chart as, um, kind of a way in or I'll pull some tarot it's or consensual. both. It's totally consensual. consensual. I'm being paid for it. Like mm. I don't read people's charts unless they, um, have asked me. I believe in that. I That's like a big, the money. <laughs> I like the money. It's like a big, um, for me, it's a big ethical thing. Like I'm looking into like a snapshot of your mm-hmm. soul. So I want you to be like, people often will be like, will you, will you read for my boyfriend or my partner? And I'm like, well, yeah. Like if he wants to get a reading, right. I'm not going to give you the information mm-hmm. on your partner right. for your own. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see. You'd you're be surprised. A, you're not a spirit spy. Like it's, that's a big thing people want. They oh, want sure. like until they're like, well, what is he thinking? What is he feeling? What does he feel about this? And in and that situation, like, can't you tell them like, trust your gut. Cause like you even asking me is of saying course. a lot, you know, but people hear what they want to hear in any right. kind of reading, you yeah. know, in any kind of service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes they don't, they don't want to hear. Also, sometimes I get information and I'm like, Oh, they can't handle that. Mm. Right. And you make a choice as yeah. a practitioner. Yeah, to be and like, it's like, and, it, and it, it's also interesting. Like all of these things bleed into my artistic life because it's one of the reasons I'm a good actor is of because course. of this sort of ability. Yeah. But, um, Oh, the fire story. So basically there was a fire and, um, earlier that night I was with, uh, this friend and for, so it was at Britta's studio and we were closing down and I said, I kept wanting to talk about fire safety to her. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so crazy. I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, I just always make sure that I unplug all these things. Cause like it's a spawn, like fires, you know? And I also kept getting the, like, it's like in my head. And that's head. not a current, like, it wasn't like a typical no, obsession for no, you. No. Okay. And also like, I kept saying to this person, like, be safe, be safe, have a good, like, like have a safe journey home. Like I kept saying, and then I find out literally hours later, there was like a fire and, their apartment. The, the, the person you were with while you're talking about that. Yes. Wow. And they said that they thought in their head about what I had told them. And so when they, they were like taking a shower, they still smelled smoke. They came out and it was literally like burnt down the apartment. Oh my God. So that's like a really strong example. Yeah. yeah. But that's because there was like something about to happen that was, you know, imminent. imminent. Sometimes I just also get information, but I don't know 
right away that it's like information when I also like when I'm out and about in the world it's not again when I'm in a reading and for myself it's very challenging because it's so hard to be um you know like I I get information for myself and I'm like is this real you know because it's me it's like anything it's like me it's my it's about my life so it's really hard to and also the other thing I'll say is that you know all of this comes in but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's happening right now because I really believe that our idea of time as humans is really not accurate. We think of it in this linear way Mm -hmm. and we've decided as humans to like follow this calendar. Mm -hmm. And, but like sometimes I get stuff that I'm like, Oh, that's probably like, you know, 10 years from now or maybe it's tomorrow. So, Uh. so it's hard to describe. It's just like, I've always, I've always had that. Like there was a, um, this, also people sometimes want to ask about ghosts when I get into sure. this topic. Like yeah. they're like, do you talk to ghosts? And I'm like, well, I feel spiritual. I feel like a spirit presence always. Okay. Um, I don't consider myself a medium, so I don't like go in there and like want to chat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they also kind of like know that. So like sometimes I'll like get a sense. I'm like, oh, there's like something there, but I don't, I really believe you have free will in all of this. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I don't want to fuck with that. You yeah, know, it's a free will universe. Like the ghosts would do what they want. Yeah. But um, I did have in my childhood home, there was, I always felt there was like this um, presence in my room mm. upstairs, a very old house in Oregon. And I felt like it was this old man. It was a spooky state in general. It totally is. It's <laughs> super weird. And there's like, it's like dark and there's like fir trees and it's like mm-hmm. wet from all the rain. But there's this, there was this, kind of like I just knew I was like it's this old guy and I always was like we're cool we're cool like I remember going to sleep and being like it's fine everything's fine I never felt it was menacing and then I found out years later that an old man had died in the house mm. and he had a daughter so I really feel like he was like spending oh my time God. with you yeah. and I went when I went back to two or three years ago to my mom's house he wasn't there anymore mm. so I wonder if he sort of left once I um mm. left because I also really believe people energies are really tied to spaces Mm -hmm. more often than not. Like they're like, it's that house, it's that room, it's Mm -hmm. that area that they want to be. Yeah. More so than the people. Where do we stand on past lives? Believe in them. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I love love the book, uh, Many Lives, Many Masters. I haven't read that, but I've heard of it. You know, in the chart, it's, it's, if you do astrology, if you're an astrologer or even a fan, the past life is in the chart and Mm -hmm. the charts just like light up. Oh yeah. So, so a few ways, one is the nodes. So everybody has, uh, in their chart, a South node and a North node. And, um, they're based on the moon's orbit. So our, our earth's moon and you, the, the idea is your North node is where you're heading. Okay. So that's the sign you're, you're heading towards being. So like mine is Aries. Like I'm heading towards being Okay. Yeah. You're an Aries North Node. Well, my You're, moon is Aries, so is that the same thing? No, I oh, wonder what okay. your North Node is. Well, how, oh, you have to I look need, up. Clearly, I need you to <laughs> do mean, some work It's kind for of me. apropos. You're, she's got a birthday this Wednesday. Well, I do. And that's the Libra. Yeah, you're a Libra, and I always get along really well with Libras because my South Node, my past life, I was a Libra. Oh. So Libras are very... Um, like I understand that energy. So South and North node will be totally different from like what your rising sun yeah. moon is. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's based on the years you were born. So everybody okay. around your age will have the same nodes, oh. but they will be in different places in your chart. 
Okay. So, cause there's also houses to the chart. Right. But, um, so that's one way to look. And the other way to look is your 12th house. Okay. And that's for me, it's Scorpio. And so is this like on an Excel sheet. Or? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, kind it of, looks right? like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it is, it is math. It's, it's, you can just go online and it looks like a big circle mm. with like pie slices basically. Yeah. Um, but basically yes, past lives do exist and you are, coming into contact with people who are connected to that, especially pre Saturn return, which is around 30. Mm-hmm. The idea is like everybody you're encountering, you've known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's did you when meet, we, yeah, that's did you when meet we met. pre Saturn? Yeah. We met like around, we, I was 28. And yeah. We both that's got, like during the Saturn return. Yeah. We both got sober at like 27. Around the same time. Very yeah. Saturn return. Yeah. These are yeah. things that happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also wonder what your nodes are like that connect you. Like if this you know, morning, our nodes were very opposite. <laughs> There was yeah. a shouting match oh. over, like, so brief. over where to find a spoon. Well, I mean, you that's why I'm interested <laughs> to see where you uh, connect. Because I know, you know, first of all, sun signs, you shouldn't base compatibility on sun signs. Oh. And everybody's compatible. Is that what everybody knows their sign to be? Like, yeah, based because, on birth? because horoscopes, the, the people who started to write horoscopes, it was like this guy, I think, in the late. 19th century and he's like it's easier to market it he just did sun signs yeah and that's why people Mm. we know it like your sun is very important it's your ego it's your vitality it's like your life force but you have all these other planetary placements that are part of how you come together with another person especially romantic partners or like like long-term kind of companions and like on paper it would be like oh libra and pisces they're not yeah 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 that's what you're always saying how'd you know i'm a pisces I think we've talked about it. Plus, okay. you just are a Pisces, so oh. obviously. Oh. And you're intuitive. <laughs> I know, when I told her that my brother was a Cancer, she was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Well, when I listened cancer. to the podcast, I was like, yeah. I mean, I do, again, you're more than just your sun sign. Like, your rising sign is very important. Your moon's very important. But I would wonder where, cause, yeah, because... Because like on paper, you wouldn't be like those two. But I'm sure if you looked at the full chart, you have like different things that are interesting. Well, do you do, you do readings couples for couples? Readings. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that'd be wow. fun. What a fun, ladies and gentlemen, book Cassandra for <laughs> well, your It's great Valentine's. through the freaky witch, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I do. But the both people have to be, uh, you have to consent. Both of course. Have to consent. Of course. Of course. We've had threesomes before. (laughs) I will not do a spy reading. No spy reading. I do not want to spy on Ross. Like, I don't want to know what she's got going on that's supposed to be private. That's like like very my mom of you, too. To just like, you're like, I better not know. Thank you so much. No, it's not coming from that place. It's just like, I don't want to know stuff that's not my business from anybody. Like, I don't want to know. That's like, good. Yeah, like that I don't want to know. That sounds like a know, healthy boundary. I don't want to know what people really think of me. Like I want to know because I I have conflicting feelings about lots of people, and I don't want to talk to them about the negative feelings I have about them unless it's necessary, of course. But like, yeah. a nice Piscean, you know? Yeah, is that Piscean? Am well, I just kind of go with the flow? Well, I wonder what your moon is. You don't know. I have no idea how that. Or works. your Mercury. Your Mercury is also like how you communicate and think and. Mm. Yeah, we gotta find out yeah. exact time. You need the time and where, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the time is really important because that's the marker for your rising sign, and and that sets up your whole chart. So when you don't have the time, you can look, but it's not as accurate. Yeah. yeah, I'll call my mom. Mom, I'm almost a forty year old man. I need to know <laughs> when I was born and what my blood type is. <laughs> oh, you don't know your blood type? Not off the top of my head. I have to. Actually, I don't know mine off. I think I'd I have don't to look it... at my red. I have a red cross. Most card. of us don't in. 
like this I'm the same as my Western dad, American dad world. Like we yeah. don't know that shit. Speak of your dad. <laughs> Let's take it back. I, well, I wanted to ask, does he ever consult you? Like he's got a big game no, coming up. Does my he dad want- is super in his own wavelength. He's an Aries. Um, mm. He does things his own way. Um, he's like sort of interested a little bit, like, but like about himself, he's like, yeah. So what about, you know, like, but you think, you think, first of all, you'd think that all people would use astrology. In fact, yeah. Like what about gambling? Does he gamble? Do no. He's like, would you ever get involved in that world? In gambling? (laughs) No. Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) No. Ethics. That's a spy. That's a spy move. Yeah. Um, also because again, the thing you have to take into consideration is that you have free will. Right. So like, you know, humans will do what they want to do. Yeah. Like um, you can't, you can't like with accuracy. No, not like, like with gambling. Although, you know, most it's people don't talk, haven't talked about it until recently because astrology has had this surge, which I do believe is in, um, response to a few things. One is that we are in a Neptune and Pisces like era, which basically means it's a very like dreamy, creative, okay. spiritual era, but also very highly disassociative, and very highly escapism. You know, Neptune is the planet that would rule like addiction oh. and rule substances and creativity. So everybody's sort of feeling that. And it's in Pisces, which is its home sign. So together it's like, we're sort of swimming. Plus, mm. like the Trump era mm-hmm. stuff really showed people that they I was just weren't ask accurate. You. They didn't know. Like, it's like the data didn't match what happened. So people mm-hmm. are like, and people are like, the world's really fucked. Like, what other outlets can I go to? Right. What other things are available? Um, but a lot of politicians have used astrology. Like Ronald Reagan was famous for using an astrologer. Mm. And he would consult her on all these big events that he Mm. did, he would also always do his press conferences when he had to announce something that was like sort of controversial Mm -hmm. during what's called the void moon. And a void moon means like the moon is not making any aspects with other planets. So it's sort of an energetic, nothing sticks. So Mm. basically if you do Mm. whatever you put out, won't come back to haunt you. It's sort of just like in the ether. So he would like time these things. That is, he was really fucking smart. Like, yeah. Like so problematic in so, so problematic. many ways, yeah. but was like witchy. That's Super like witchy. It's oh, like- Ronald Reagan was like, which I mean, he was an like actor in right? Aquarius, so- I think too, which is like very weird. And- yeah. It's like dark magic, like tapping into the dark side of all this. Well, I think it's manipulative. Well, and also Nancy was a big manipulator in that, yeah. in all of the But business. that was like the, the boom of the modern president, sure. you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way we know it and it becoming a, uh, an like actor, a more inter- an entertainment yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, but you can see it in our presidents too. The astrology is very interesting. Um, we've had a lot of Leos. Mm. Um, Obama's a Leo. Mm. Clinton. Um, oh, interesting. S- they both, I think, also are Mercury and Leo. They're like leaders and like self-obsessed yes, kind of. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the like Hillary is really interesting because she's a Scorpio and a Scorpio rising and, and, and notoriously... Mm. I'm a Scorpio rising people just it's like they love you or they hate you Mm. it's like a very kind of like people have strong feelings and you know how people kept saying they couldn't trust her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know of course that's her you know her history aside lots of things but like I also think it was her sort of personality her energetic and then Trump's a Gemini Uh, Mm. he's a Gemini Leo you should be Leo consulting Rising. for Marianne Williamson. Oh, oh she's God. got enough. She's 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 got people. Yeah, yeah she's what, a cancer. She's very witchy. What do you think about her? <sighs> While we have you, I mean, I think 
first of all, I love, there's things I like love about her, of course. but I also think it's sort of like, she's walking into the, she's being who she is totally. and she's kind of like not censoring herself, but she's also, you know, it's like, because she's public, it's making it for up for ridicule, which sure. is a little yeah. frustrating, but like she is a very, if you, if you followed her, if you look her up pre this run, right. She's a big spiritual leader and she's no, written totally. a ton of like amazing. Yeah. I, I love her. Message. Well, anyone that was yeah. in that's in healing or recovery, like yes. knows who she is. Yes. And it's like, it's funny to, cause I knew who she was, of course, like for years leading up to the, all of this and like, um, talking to other people that had no idea who she was. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess like yeah. she was in this niche, like niche world yeah. for so many years. And now people are just like, who the fuck is this crazy yeah. white lady who's like saying talking all about, this like, shit? An energy vortex. And I, I really resent that too, because like, it's frustrating, you yeah. think about um, all the ancient religions, uh, like th so many of these concepts are in all of them. Yes. And then like the people who My God, it's react, in Christianity. Yeah, of course. People, people that react negatively to it are Christians who are I like, know. I think it's crazy that you're talking about these crystals, but I wear a necklace with beads on yeah, it. Yeah, and, and they when each I have a significance. I do a prayer. And, and I speak like, to Jesus and directly. It's, rit it's ritual. And I actually think that's great that they do that, but to use that to negate other approaches to yeah. just like focusing your thoughts and energy is is bullshit yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out with the um with the a the politics of next year are very um suspect i'm sorry the politics and the politics yeah and the astrology there's some like basically there's this major um aspect that's happening next year that hasn't happened in a uh, hundred and like in the existence of the United States okay. since it started, which is a Saturn oh, wow. Pluto conjunct. So they don't, they move so slow. Um, like Pluto moves so slow cause it's so far away from us. Mm. Saturn also moves slow about 30 years to rotate a sign. They're coming together next January. And it, I don't, it, it tends to be Pluto tends to, Pluto is the planet of destruction, but also rebirth. Right. And Saturn is like hard work, but also the patriarchy. Okay. So there's this sort of tipping point man. where, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturn's your guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like discipline and hard work. Saturn's like the daddy energy though. So maybe that's your Zaddy. like, that's your, your energy. You're feeling it. But basically it's like, are we going to, um, implode yeah or are we gonna yeah. create a new and also for just better like, or worse like which way will yeah yeah and people you know i don't follow it's called mundane astrology where you're looking at the current events um and like how it's affecting everybody i don't necessarily do that but i pay attention to it so you know like people look you can create a chart for like when this impeachment right. inquiry was announced you can create a chart like you can look at the astrology and kind of predict because we know where the planets are going to move what we think is going to happen or the aspects but then you also have to take into account free will because people do, do what they do you want. ever think about the uh intersection of what we're talking about here with astrology which i like i think is very um uh like kind of mystical i i'm i'm into this stuff like past lives i'm yeah, all pisces, about it. Spirit, come on. spirit guides love it like you would be a bad pisces if you were not like yeah. it would not it would not fit your soul yeah. like but i'm also very compelled by reading about how what if this is all a simulation and are there <laughs> oh, are there okay. parallel programs going on and is this like oh, artificial damn. and digital and 
deep and like uh, like everything we're experiencing you mean just yeah like the universe um like full like matrix. We're in a matrix and um, would that it's possible would that like i think it actually fits to say that you can predict things based on where the planets are because the planets are programmed in that in that thing whoa you know? man so i like, mean dude man like what do you think <laughs> definitely possible i mean i'm not gonna say anything isn't possible i think that we definitely could be in a simulation we could be like i have no idea and who are we to say we would know you know it's yeah. like i definitely know there's something bigger than us for damn sure. sure but like i don't know in what way that looks i don't know how it how it sort of um plays out the matrix is actually such a brilliant film to watch now and to think of like all these ideas that are kind of coming to the surface again. I feel like it happens like every 30, 40 years, like it was big in the Mm seventies also during like a crisis period in specifically America. Yeah. You know, like people were leaning into these other sort of cults were booming. Cults were booming. Cocaine was on the rocks. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. What do you feel? How do you feel about psychedelics and things like that? Have you ever experienced like mushrooms or LSD and had any sort of higher or what's the one that everyone does? Like that feels like a real spiritual moment. Uh, you know, the peyote, shamans. Peyote. Oh, I, ayahuasca. ayahuasca. No, I haven't done ayahuasca. I actually would be interested to do ayahuasca, but I would like want to do it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Like yeah. I know people do it here and that's People cool. go to Costa Rica and shit. Yeah, and like, like go to like actually Peru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've just done a, like not a ton. I'm not, I've never been like super, super, my, <laughs> my brain already goes so many places that sure. I'm like, mm, yeah. um, I have done mushrooms. I also just get such strong, um, energetic sensations in my body when I'm sometimes when I'm doing a reading or even just when I'm like, kind of like tuning in and connecting and meditating that, um, first of all, I think they can be really helpful to people who are trying to unpack trauma mm-hmm. for sure. I think they can be helpful for people who want to connect mushrooms spiritually. specifically. I think mushrooms, I, ayahuasca I've heard. Yeah. Of course. It's like, you know, kind of, and I like the fact like with ayahuasca, it's a ritual Yeah, mm-hmm. and you go and if you're with a shaman, it's like this, it's a controlled environment it's a, it's to a some spiritual extent. Yeah. Act. yeah. Um, but you know, then it's like, you're, where's the, the line, the line can be crossed. So sure. where you're, then you're just, you know, going wild. I also wild. think, uh, I guess my, I'm also like, well, if you have this brain that's so sensitive and like you've figured out how to tap into it, it'd be, I, I would be worried about like frying something or like getting oh, the yeah. wires crossed or like. You do become more clear when you, like I don't drink and I think that, you know, any kind of like substance actually makes me less clear. And mm-hmm. I think that my gifts are stronger when I'm when I'm clearer mm-hmm. um even caffeine and stuff like I noticed like, yeah. I'm drinking this chai but it's like you know your the body is so sensitive and and once you start to not do whatever the thing is you've been using or even if you're just like not a big proprietor of that thing and you do less of it sugar too I mean every fucking totally. thing you're well, like, like I'm you're, clearer like I have more sort of well it's like your digestion is better and your body feels better yeah. when you're like eating cleanly right yeah. like yeah. that's just a yeah. fact like you're like running better as like and then your brain is sort of like clearer where yeah. you can get all the information but, I thought um, it was really funny the last time I saw you I was handing off a hard drive and you had literally just walked out of acupuncture yeah. and you were like floating like you were like <laughs> you're like I'm sorry I can't talk I, just I know said- I remember just being like I'm really out of it and like yeah 
I love acupuncture. Well, now having this context about you and really getting a sense of who you are and, you know, I I, I get it now. Like I am just in my own universe. (laughs) It's great. And I've also like just grown to accept that the older I've gotten. It's like it's it's what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, like, and, um, and I really see to like connect. I see, um, I used to not even, I would say, not that I used to, I think it's hard sometimes when you're an artistic person of any kind to think, Oh, well, like I'm only an artist if I do this thing Mm. and what I've, or an actor, whatever artist I'm using is a blank term. Like when you start to realize that your artistic life is fed by all these other things you do, which you know, in concept, cause you're like, all the actors say that, you know, they're like, go be a human, live a life, but you're not just this thing. It's like, you know, for acting, it's like you're reflecting the human experience. So when I do readings, I really see that as like doing the same thing. I'm reflecting the human experience. I'm like reflecting what this person is going through. I often say that I'm like, I'm just straight up a channel and I'm a confirmation of what you already know. And it would be the same in, in a role. It's like, I'm either confirming it or I'm like challenging it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what your, what your beliefs are about this thing. Um, And sometimes it's just a matter of having someone like you come in and make sense of all the things we already know about ourselves. But to hear you say it in like three sentences gives you so much more like clarity on, Oh, these complicated feelings. It's all because of this thing that she just spelled out for me. Yeah. Well, that's why like I get readings from other people. You have to step outside yourself. It's Mm -hmm. so hard to not go into some narrative when it's about your self, when it's about, you know, you're connecting in, you're going to these stories you've told yourself and it's as straight up as having someone like therapy, having someone just be like, you need to stop doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because of this, you know, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I knew that. But but hearing it in a way yeah. that is um, digestible. Yeah, it's interesting. And sometimes I have readings and the people are clients and continued clients. And sometimes I see them once mm-hmm. and they leave. And I sort of used to be like, oh, it's, you know, sad they didn't come back and it's like well no it's just who knows what yeah. they needed like yeah, I mean, yeah. they, you know that's all they needed and they're on to the next yeah. or you know people's people's evolu- and some people are not ready to hear information even yeah. if you are so delicate yeah. um as you both know being sober it's like you have to be ready mm-hmm. yeah for whatever the <laughs> the thing is and i think now in our age it's like it's everywhere to like get healing and get readings and do all this art, like sort of woo woo stuff that people just want to try it, but they're actually not ready to do what I think the the purpose of it is in my, in my experience, like you can do it for fun, but like the real, it's just another modality. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's true of anything, right? It's like, I, I'm always sort of, um, I don't know where I would fall on like the Claire spectrum, like what the, what thing I have. I do feel like I'm in tune to something, but I don't exactly know what it is. And it was funny actually. It takes a while. Yeah. And and I'm not working that Yeah. You're like, I'm not trying to like figure it out. No, I'm not working the muscle very hard. I'm very like skim the surface novice witch, you know, (laughs) like, Hey, if you're a witch, you're a witch. And I always say that to people like, I mean, I think I, what was I reading? I think maybe it was that, um, woman, uh, Kristen Corvette. She wrote, um, sluts, feminist, witches, sluts or sluts, witches, Mm. feminists, something in that order. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's very much like a 
like a sex positive, like slutty witch and sort of discusses like the history of like how those words have been interchangeable and they've been used against us, but also we can reclaim them. Yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Love that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I've always, you know, like when I remember I have a very vivid memory of like being in the first grade and like my bus driver asking me like what I was going to study in college. And I said, psychology, you know, and like, that's what I ended up studying. And I've always been fascinated by like people in that way, which also I think I'm very sensitive to people's energies and I kind of like don't put up with bullshit very much. And I, I haven't had a ton of friends in my life that I've had to like cut out because Mm -hmm. like I've never really given people space to begin with if I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you know, mm-hmm. and of course when I was drinking and doing drugs, yeah, it was there different. were, there were other things going on. Yeah. But even then, like I didn't have a lot of friends that I was just like, I just, I don't know. I've just always kind of had that thing where it's like, I know who I want to like be around and who I'm like connecting with. Mm-hmm. But I was saying that to my therapist recently about how like, I think I'm very intuitive in that way. And because of that, I'm like, can be a little sensitive to what energies are coming in and out around me. And she was like, yeah, but also like be careful because like you can tell yourself a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, touche. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> you yeah. know that like you can't like be careful that you're not convincing yourself of like a narrative of like, oh, you're good at this, and so I don't put up with bullshit and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I appreciated her like keeping me keeping me yeah. in check with that with that storyline. You know. But with that said, like back to what you're saying of like some people are not ready. Like I always think getting sober and going to therapy at the same time, like Mm -hmm. I was 30 days sober when I started going to therapy every week, I think made a huge difference for my sobriety. And I know a lot of people in 12 step recovery that have never been to therapy. That blows my mind. Same. But I think it's because they're not, ready to they're do like, more of that yeah, it's unpacking. Like they're sort of like skimming the surface of, of, of and it works recovery. for them. Like this little, this 12 step world of social how, how to too, investigate. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's very social and there's like parameters and rules and you know, it can be very patriarchal at times. Yeah. And, um, and therapy is a little bit more freewheeling and feminine. I think in some ways where you're just talking about stuff, unpacking things, whatever. And I, um, you have to be willing to yeah. look at that stuff in a different way. You have to be, you, know? you always have to be willing. Cause it's, you know, it's like anything you can be told, you can be shouted at. I sometimes say with like, you know, uh, with like our guides, I believe it. First of all, everybody has guides. Some people would say like, Oh, is it like my grandma who's died? I'm like, sure. Like she might be one of your guides. Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they are ancestors or family members, but sometimes they're just like these entities that work with us. And they're not loving lovey-dovey all the time. Like sometimes they're screaming at you. They're Mm -hmm. screaming like, stop fucking drinking or do Mm. like whatever. They're like, like putting these things, that story that's always told about that. I'm sure you've heard this story about the person who's like in a flood or something. And they're like, God says that he's, they're going to send me. They're going to save me. First, and the, yeah. The guy's like, God save me. Yeah. And then but, God's like, I will save you. But the, like a boat shows up and the guy's like, get in the boat. He's like, no, I'm waiting for God to come get me. And then <laughs> mm. like a, a, another guy comes it's with like a, a helicopter or something. Yeah, yeah. And then God does show up. He's, he's like, and then he drowns and goes to yeah. wherever and oh, God's right, and right. God's like, he's like, God, you said you were going to save me. And he's like, I sent you a fucking boat. I sent you a letter. <laughs> yeah. Like you are complicit in this. You know, right. sometimes it's like, 
I think the universe is being very obvious with yeah. us at all times. Well, that's what I love about the alchemist that I've talked about so many times on the our book. Show. Alchemist? Yeah. Yeah. It's like all the answers we need are in us from the day we're born, mm. and, but we're socialized to like be distracted from them or reject them or not, not go along with what we're being told right in our face the whole time. Yeah. And absolutely. we need all this help to like, Get back to Get that back inner there. voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like because there's so much yeah. bullshit Stuff that in you're the way. Thro- that's programmed and put on you. Talk about the programming. Yeah, it's like one of my mentors always says like we're all carrying these like spiritual backpacks, like this metaphor of the spiritual backpack. And a lot of times it's like your family stuff in there or mm-hmm. it's like other people's stuff. And you're just carrying it around or like your, your old stuff and you don't need to always be carrying that. Like you don't mm. need to have that on you. Like you can put it down. You don't mm-hmm. need to carry your mom's shit or your dad's shit or mm-hmm. your ex person's shit, you right. know? Yeah. You can really truly trust your gut with most things. Back to trusting your gut. Mm-hmm. That's your intuition. Um, who are some of your mentors and have you like, uh, was once you became more aware of this as something that I want to like practice for myself, but also maybe make money off of, um, like, did that begin with then like training with people or, yeah, I mean, I have kind of, I would say, and in the millennial witch way, <laughs> which I am. Which by though, acknowledging it makes it okay then. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I am a millennial. I, I, I have many thoughts about it, but I am. How old are you, if you don't mind? I don't say how old. Okay. I will tell you. No, I have no issue with okay. it, but the fucking I mean, there problem is, no is the age. acting world. No, the acting world. The fact is, is I'm in a business up. where I play a lot younger than I am, and I feel like which I can definitely see. Yeah. 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 People think I'm 10 years younger than I am all the time. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's God cool that but I don't we have our first 19 year old on the show. <laughs> She's so um, brave and so mature. Really mature. No, I will absolutely tell you off, off mic, but like, it's like a thing you like, no, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking stupid. Um, but what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> like, where where oh, my and when did your training begin? Um, if, at all, I guess. I'm very self-taught, okay. which is which is also the case, I think, of a lot of yeah. like millennials. <laughs> we just figure stuff out. I mean, sure. we are like very, very... Um, we're technically millennials too, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're the elders. We're ingenious. Like we... Ingenious, is that the right word? Like we can... We like make shit happen. Like yeah. there's a reason all these startups happened with sure. um, millennials. We're doing things a different way. But I do have a couple of people that are uh, mentors who I've learned a lot from and they kind of just like showed up mm-hmm. in my life during a period when I was already start starting to like the way one of my mentors described it is she said, you, <laughs> you turned all the lights on in the house. Like mm. basically like the house of my, this world, like now I have all the lights on, I can see everything. And mm. at first that's very overwhelming. And I hear that a lot because mm. I've now started to be sort of a mentor to a few people, which is crazy when that happens. Right. It's like mm-hmm. time again, time is just flowing. And then you're giving advice the way you received it. Yeah. Um, but it's very overwhelming. You're getting a lot of sensations all the time. You're like, Oh my God, this thing that I said then happened or, or I thought that, or like, I felt this, like it's a lot of information because your body is like the conduit Mm -hmm. for this work. Um, so the thing I've learned the most from different people who have come into my life, some who have done readings for me, some who have been more mentors is like, you have to create 
energetic boundaries for yourself, just Mm -hmm. like anything else. You have to figure out like, what is a yes and what is a no? You have to figure out what's safe, what feels okay for you. You have to figure out when you're pushed like too far Mm -hmm. and when you feel drained, which was happening to me a lot. The first year I was doing readings, um, I just felt like I'd been hit by a truck after I'd finish. Um, and it's because I was giving too much and also not really putting up a boundary of, of, of absorbing. Mm. I also have to do a lot of shit. Like I do, um, salt baths pretty religiously. Mm. Thank God I have a bathtub in my apartment. Mm -hmm. It's very important in New York if you're witchy to have a bathtub because like salt is very just like cleansing. That's why the well, ocean we all is need a cauldron. You all need a cauldron. <laughs> it is. It is like now officially fall and we're closing in on Halloween. The the veil is getting thinner. The veil is getting thinning. Every witch needs a pumpkin spice latte. Oh my god! I know. I had a chai earlier, which feels like it's not. I usually I wanted an actual chai tea and they made me a chai latte and I was like, it feels very like just too much Decadent. yeah too yeah. much yeah but yeah you have to <laughs> <laughs> it's just too sweet it's too much too sweet. um yeah you have to figure out you know what feels good and what what's gonna drain you and that takes fucking time mm-hmm. yeah and also basically failing like having yeah. gone too far and then being like i feel like uh, that was too much like yeah. anything right like it's anything. like you're gonna fucking fall on your face and that is uncomfortable yeah and nobody wants to do it mm-hmm. and do the meditations get loud or do, is meditating calming for you it can be both mm-hmm. sometimes i meditate and i have to be very intentional where if i'm if i wanted to be quiet i usually have to really think about that but most of the time i get a lot of information mm-hmm. when i meditate because my my sort of like channel is like you know available available yeah and like sometimes i don't want that so i'll just be like i want to relax like i want to just listen to this you're like hey everybody listen (laughs) that's it though i tell people all the time they think they're like kind of well whatever if people think i'm I'm nuts at this point who the fuck cares (laughs) (laughs) i'm already like you are either gonna think i'm nuts or you're not yeah and that's my vibe yeah but um i'm like if you are somewhere and you feel like some sort of energy which we all feel in New York because it's an old fucking city mm. and there's tons of like mm. dead bodies under us. I'm just going to say <laughs> oh God, it. It's so true. Maybe not here in Bushwick as much, but definitely in Manhattan and not where I live, but in Manhattan, like in Soho or downtown, mm. I'm always like, mm. Mm. but I'm just like, if you don't want it, you just say stop. Like you literally just tell them to stop. Yeah. Like, be like, go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It fucking works. It's yeah. a free will universe. Like you don't have to encounter all this crazy energy if you don't want to, mm. you know, but, um, I know it's hard. It's like hard sometimes to be like, I'm just going to sit here and be like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with me. No, I like that though. Like I, cause I, I enjoy praying. I, some occasionally I'll like kind of verbalize in my head, like what I'm hoping for or what I need help with or whatever. And it, I I like the idea that the spirits are listening, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, whether they're my guides or not. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I find it comforting. To that like yeah. you can if you just like not overthink it just communicate hmm. yeah it's really much more simple than we have made it as humans mm-hmm. like I don't think you need to go anywhere fancy people are like well what do I do how do I do this ritual how do I do a new moon ritual whatever they ask there's no right or wrong way you just do what feels good for you you feel what's instinctual and intuitive you can I mean I guess it's like that idea you can just straight up talk to God, the universe, whatever it is. Like you don't need to be in a specific place to do it. You don't need to be a specific person. It's accessible to everyone. Um, 
which you can see throughout the world. All these different people have relationships with Mm -hmm. a higher power. Um, But it's the same with like any rituals. You don't have to have like, I'm looking, you have selenite over there and Mm -hmm. have some things. You don't have to have like specific crystals. You don't have to have like a fancy setup. You don't have to have a cauldron. You can just sit and like Mm -hmm. pray slash meditate. Yeah. And talk to whatever you believe or don't believe, you know, it's like, just try it and see if you see how you feel after and see if you're shifted and Mm -hmm. see if like those things also start to show up in your life. I think if you just start to be aware and observe, you know, synchronicities and things that he loves that. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, synchronicities are insane. It's like once you open your brain up to seeing that you Mm -hmm. see them all the time Mm -hmm. and it's, so people are like, well, what does it mean? What does it mean when I see one, one, one every day? And I'm like, well, what are you thinking about when that happens? Mm. That's what I always say. I'm like, what, what are you, what's been, what's in your head when you see that? Yeah. I just perceive them as like, if you're hiking and you like find the trail marker on a tree and it's like, oh yeah, we have to keep going that way. You're on the it's right like path. A, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's part of it. And also that you want to you want to shift, you want to make sure your thoughts are in alignment. Like mm-hmm. you want to go to sort of a narrative that you want to be in mm-hmm. and not a narrative that's like. So synchronicity is like confirming your thoughts. Yeah. and like- remi- Yeah. It's like, I think they're like little messages of like, this is keep going this direction. Mm-hmm. You're on the right path. Um, mm-hmm. Stay positive, whatever it is that yeah. day. Um, it snaps me out of it a lot when I see him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's beyond numbers. Numbers are very obvious, but you know, um, another thing people often ask is, um, do you get songs in your head? Mm. You know, everybody does, but mm. it's like not a song that you just heard in the coffee shop. That's different. Mm-hmm. You hear, you're in the coffee shop. You hear this song, you have it in your head. I'm talking, you're at home. There's nothing playing and you have this song in your head. Often to me, those are messages those mm-hmm. are and like what is the song talking He's about a cold-hearted snake <laughs> looking yeah, you into did his just have eyes that the other day <laughs> he's been telling lies oh no so paula abdul comes in my head so what is that are you thinking that you know it's like maybe you're thinking something about yourself that's yeah. that's that's uh that's cold heart you know wow. i don't know not in, but, but he don't play by rules <laughs> my god <laughs> or maybe you just want to dance to some Paula yeah. Abdul. Yeah. She is an icon. icon. Well, that's it. So wait. So yeah. So, but finish that about the song. Cause that does happen a lot and I'll, I'll yeah. take better note of it. Cause I like to write down the synchronicities in my He's morning like pages. He's like almost much witchier You're than I You're super witch. Well, uh, you have Pisces again. Yeah. I find I'm like, no, but let her finish You're a little it. skeptical. You're skeptical. <laughs> I'm much more of a skeptic. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Even though I love... But you me? are a witch. I am a witch, but my skepticism can really get in my yeah, way. Yeah, you're analytical. Yes, I get very analytical. Don't you have a Gemini moon, you told me? Aries moon. Aries moon. R- Taurus rising. Oh my God, you're a Taurus rising. Mm-hmm. Which I'm always trying to like... I've looked it up a bunch of times, but it never mode. it never sticks. Like I, it never sticks in my head. Like For what some those reason, I attributes. thought you were a Leo rising. Mm-mm. You're a Taurus rising. What um, does that mean for me, <laughs> Cassandra? Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> get your billing book out. <laughs> yeah. I like the money. I like the money. I like you reminding me of my. Oh yeah, he's got a crystal. Is that angelite? I don't know what that Let's is. See. A friend of mine gave that to me. It's got a gash in it. It's an uh, imperfect one. And it was. I remember when she gave it to me that it no, had to like do with like healing and recovery. Maybe agate. Um, oh yeah, basically the songs. I we think don't the say songs that are, word in this house. 
my God. Just keep going. <laughs> just ignore him. Well, I just want our, our listeners to have a little something to... Uh, Laugh to? Yeah. If, yeah. They, if, they, if anybody's like, what are they talking about? Has this about? been a heavy one? No. I know. I can't, I can't wait to hear what the... Um, the feedback is from this. I'm sure very little because also, nobody gives us feedback. <laughs> we name, we name the podcast gone, wrong. It's truly who cares. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Cares. Nobody. The answer is nobody. Well, you also have gone into such varied topics that like this can't yeah. be like yeah we bounce too around. wild yeah we bounce around too wild. Um, there's no the songs are usually very strong, uh, strong messages of, mm. of something. I often think like. I had one in my head the other day that's like a song I from my childhood. Mm. And I was like, because I had asked, sometimes I ask for signs mm. about stuff and like, give me a, please give me a sign about this. And the spirits get their Spotify playlist. And they out. get the Spotify playlist and they connect to the Bluetooth in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there's the song. But it was, <laughs> it was the song from my childhood that like has a strong significance. What and was I was the song? like, do you well, want to keep it to yourself if it's mm. private? Yeah. Can you jinx yourself? Are, are jinxes real? Or, he- or are they hexes? Well, yeah, I'm like a jinx is like when you say something at the same time, right? Well, I just think of it. I, <laughs> I, don't, I, know, guess, I don't know where he's I guess going. The word I'm using hex? is like, yes. like, could you, could hexes you jinx your, real. could you jinx yourself in terms of like, if you tell us what this song is, will your spirits like no, feel feel no. like you're over? They know, they know with me. I just fucking talk about like, there's stuff. There's not a yeah. spiritual. <laughs> you didn't sign a spiritual NDA. No, no, no. I don't. Yeah. Um. No, it was. It's actually like super. It's theater. Hello. Yes. It was I was going to say, what musical was, theater well, number it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's about a, it was about a like career thing. So, um, it's actually from the wizard of Oz, but like Aww. it was not somewhere over the rainbow. It was, we're off to see the wizard of all songs, mm-hmm. like of all songs to get in your fucking head. So I was like annoyed. I was like, why is that song in my head? And then I'm like, Oh, because, mm. um, it's significant for my childhood. And it was also like the first role I played. Oh, interesting. It was Dorothy in the third grade. Oh, cute. Love I that. Know. It was like the third grade production. They did wow. the Wizard of Oz. Were Every so many girls jealous year. of you that yeah, you they were, were Dorothy? super mean. Of course they were. They yeah. were super, pe- girls were very mean to me throughout middle school, um, elementary school and middle school. Yeah. I've always just been like my own <laughs> fucking but you've thing. always, but you've and had strong people, women in your life though. It's my not mom like, is a strong, yeah, my mom is very, is very much her own person and, and strong, but I do think that like I am, I mean, everyone is unique. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I just like have always been sort of like on my own wavelength and it took a very long time, still currently working through it, but (laughs) to, um, to be okay with that and to be like, again, it's like you either, like I'm a Scorpio rising, you either like me or you're like, no. Which is so interesting because I feel like, so we met like at a specific place the wing <laughs> and uh and you were working there at the time I was and working there yeah uh and i just like overheard you yeah like, i don't even remember our first you conversation were, you were talking about rupaul's drag race oh. with somebody and i was like here my girls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like let me jump in on this conversation but you were like really warm and friendly and funny like right away and i was like this is I just kind of knew that yeah. you were like my type of yeah. gal. Yeah. You know, and but it's that's because also you're your own very much individual. Authentic yes. And person. I relate to yes. that struggle, you know, yeah. of, like, of like people not getting you, people having really strong reactions to you. People like, tell you you're intimidating. I'm sure all the fucking time. Which I always, Same. I always joke that I'm like, well, clearly this intimidation is not working <laughs> because you feel comfortable telling me that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, I never thought of that. I'm like, it's not working. It, well, it's totally. Well, it's you know, it's totally some sort You're of like, like sharpening tactic. a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not working, okay? Because you feel comfortable telling me that. Well, they're saying it to you to sort of lower you. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. they're like, like to disarm you. Just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like, let me just bring her down a little bit to my or, where I feel or, where I feel comfortable. Or it's like they're telling you after the fact too, where it's like, no, oh, you've that's like, my fave. When they're right. like, I really thought you were like It's usually that, right? It's usually that yeah, where it's like I guess you, you're right. You're very, like, very, very rarely in person are they like, You're really intimidating. No, it's like you've you've warmed up to each yes. other, you have a relationship and then they let you know that like they I found thought it you were way. really gonna be a bitch. Right. Or intimidating. and I'm right. like cool yeah uh, all right do should we unpack it or <laughs> I just think it's a, I think it's a real I personally feel like it's a big power play and I think it's like you know what people should be questioning is like why are they intimidated in my right. in my honest opinion right but I do understand that like we live in a society where our sort of way of navigating the world is still sort of atypical sure for for people who identify as women yes and that's challenging to people yes but also like fuck it again the ring (laughs) (laughs) fuck it it's 2019 get with the program yeah totally but i just yeah whatever well and i mean Oh, I mean, we could keep going on I know, and on we're like and on done. With, Cass- with Cassandra, which is why we invited you on. Uh, honor and a thrill. Um, yes, because also you've been a fan, I and have we been a fan. and we deeply appreciate the fact that you've been a fan and you've been listening. I and- listen every week. Oh, can you even? It's the only one I didn't listen to is the Bachelor one because I don't watch it. That's okay. Sorry. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, I felt like I needed to disclose that for some make, reason. I was going to make a Bachelor <laughs> joke about how the only exposure I get to Shakespeare is John Paul Jones reading Shakespeare. Did, he read, did he read Shakespeare? Some dummy on that show. Like, he tried to perform it. He tried to perform like <gasps> a an Romeo actor? monologue. No. <laughs> no, I mean, as far as reality TV personalities yes, being actors, actors are, actors. they gave him like an actual monologue. He, he was trying he, like, to do memori- it. He was he was courting someone, so he memorized the. Oh, I stanzas. know Hannah because I was forced to watch the finale. Oh <laughs> man, that's and a weird I call- place to come in. Also, on a- I was like straight up. That was like I was like Tyler's fucking someone else. I didn't even know about Gigi. I was like, he's not going on it. I was like, they're gonna like that's not gonna happen. And my no. friend was so mad, and I was like. Yeah, like it was ancient, with Gigi Hadid. I knew it. See, we've already gone like Bachelor yeah. in Paradise has happened right. and completed. So like Hannah's season feels like a lifetime Years. ago yeah. to us. Yeah. It's not my <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. Well, time isn't linear. As we so. know. It's As we not. Know. Uh, so where can people find more about you? Are you on the Internet? Yes. For better Which or for worse. I wanted to ask you because I saw recently that you you took a break off of the freaky witch yeah. IG. I'm actually like just going to merge everything under my account. Is okay. what I've decided literally as of yesterday. So this okay. is apropos. Great. Um, is that the right? Yeah. yeah it's apropos. I was like, apropos. I love saying apropos. Mm-hmm. It's one of my I faves. always say it. I'm like, is it correct? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> I get so excited when I like look up something I use all the time and I'm like, yes, I'm using it correct. I know. Same, same with anytime somebody says, or I read, it's usually, I'm reading this phrase, vis-a-vis. Oh, right. I have to, I have to look it up vis-a-vis. every time. I'm like. <laughs> You're like, am I? Vis-a-vis. Well, I don't, I don't, thankfully, I never use it. It's like but. all these French words or yeah. like Latin or something. Um, so yeah, it's just my, my Instagram is my name. Okay. Are you going to put like links? Cassandra or do I need to Cushman. Yeah, Cassandra yeah. Cushman. Yeah. So everything C- will be under. C-U-S-H-M-A-N. Okay. 
Um, I have a website. You'll, you can, if you, I'm an actor. So if you put my name in, you will find, as I was told on a date recently, he was like, yeah, like you're an actor. So I was able to find so much about you. And I was just sort of like, Oh, oh yeah. God. Uh, but like, uh, yeah. Are you going to go on a second date no. with this person? No, we didn't. Okay. Well, if they're listening now, it's your, you, you <laughs> fucked it up. Buddy. <laughs> He was not worth it. Honestly, I feel like, and I'm just throwing this out there. I feel like I want to have you on like semi-regularly. Oh yeah, to like check in, like the weather person. Yeah, Yeah, do like, like a little, just like witchiness with Cassandra. I would love to. Like have some thoughts and feelings about current events. But we might need you to get into mundane astrology. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, picking up the lingo. Um, I could, definitely. Or any kind of like little tidbits, updates. I mean, it's super interesting. I feel like we just grazed the surface with you. And I want want more. I am a complex and... Weird individual. You contain multitudes. I do contain multitudes. Uh, What about performing? Do you do plays or? Yeah, so. I know. I feel like we just grazed the surface of the acting. I want to know know. more about that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like a lot of theater, a lot of theater credits, mostly here in New York, too. Anything coming up? Can we come see you? When can Um, I come see you perform? Nothing currently. Well, I'm developing a TV show that's also happening, and we're like about to pitch it knock on wood Congratulations. so thank you so that is where i've been currently focused so i do go on auditions for kind of like everything plays tv and film but um no theater currently here in new york but you never know Could yeah change. i'll keep you updated okay we'll also keep you updated on the show if we hopefully we'll sell it to somebody oh my god We're gonna, we like so cool. wrote it to be in it too i have a co-writer lee. amazing yeah shout out to lee yes she's shout a virgo she's She's my. Oh God! You gotta have a Virgo. You gotta around. have a Virgo. You gotta have a Virgo around and if you're getting shit done. And Studio Britta, do you not work? I don't know. Yeah, what no. Deal. And then I like. Yes, I also. You know, pay. I like money. Whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a moving job tomorrow. Yeah, you know, so. it's the way. It's the way. And it, and I remind everyone that like you know we think of like really famous actors who like are just and like yeah they make a lot of money but they also own like tequila companies and yeah. all these other right. sources of income like. It's not the kind of job where you get paid all the time. You yeah. have to yeah. like budget. Even the rich and famous ones. Even the fucking rich and famous, yeah. unless they came for money. You know, yeah. George Clooney had a tequila company for, you know, until I think he just sold it. Really? Yeah, he's Dos Amigo. Like one of the most famous tequila companies was his company <laughs> with um, huh. someone else. Um, yeah, so I do a few days doing like admin help with, this is the other weird hybrid of our lives mm. with um Britta who's yeah. like one of your best friends she is so I got to see you act on the, <laughs> oh my god I was like the model for uh the the teaching course the studio <laughs> Britta uh gouache was, I would say I was more like laying there trying not to I was to, convinced I was like wow she's great <laughs> we're talking MFA over here yeah. okay. classically trained bitches <laughs> one of three women in I a program know. can you imagine but, it is for really, what it's worth truly what it's worth, just emanating good vibes all day. Oh, so thanks, my Patrick. intuition was picking up a connection. Oh, listen oh. to you. Well, we had a very nice lunch that day. I remember we yeah. the three of us went to lunch. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I love that you like had moments on your own well, with that's Cassandra why I and felt, That's why I also yeah. felt like that's when I really started actively listening to the podcast is I was like, Oh, well now I know Patrick. Like I have to really, like I need mm-hmm. to like invest. Let's because see how these two I know really, both of them. Yeah. And I was I'm, I loved it. I loved the one last week where you were getting into it. 
Truly. What were we getting into it? The about crate. The, crate. the crate of about 2019. Crate. It was like <laughs> crate gate. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fucking real, which yeah, I like. We had to do it. Yeah. You know, there was no way around it. We well, had to figure it out. Thank crate you for joining gate. us crate gate. for today. This was so wonderful. Oh, it was my pleasure. Yeah, and we'll definitely have you an back. An honor and a thrill. And tell us one more time, where can people find you? you can find to me on the, on the IG mm-hmm. at my name, Cassandra Cushman. Okay. Not Cassandra, mm-hmm. but just type it in and it'll be fine. Yeah. Cassandra. Um, That's really it. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one that people but would if follow. They, are you taking on new clients for um, readings? I saw maybe something do, that you were not. Well, I do mostly referrals. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, if it's someone who knows you, either of you, then okay. yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, just uh, type in the promo code, who cares? Uh, <laughs> One day. No, we we, can, we yeah. should do, uh, we will do a couple's reading. I think that'd be really fun. I think that'd be so fun. It. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Cassandra. Bye. I have like 10 more questions for you once we get off the air. Okay. okay? Bye. <laughs> Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bang. Bing, ding, ding. <laughs>